to the Intentional Living Podcast, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and challenge to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's Practical Insights. Welcome to the Intentional Living Podcast. This is Brenda. I'm excited about our material today. We're going to talk about opportunities. So often, opportunities present themselves in our lives. I guess we need to learn how to recognize them, to identify when they're timely or when they allow for a little more investment over a period of time, and to know when to say no. Let's start by asking some questions. Think about these things with me. If I were to ask you who has had a high level of influence in your life, who would you mention? What impact did they actually have on you? Most of us have a handful of people that we would think of. Their touch on our lives is noteworthy. In fact, sometimes it is life-changing. Their life has been like a virtual epistle, a real live story that you can read by watching them or participating in their life with them. Well, what about you? What's your epistle like? What's your life story like? How are you influencing others' lives? And what kind of a letter would you say your life is? God has placed various opportunities in front of you. It might be a certain career, it might be a ministry, it could be a specific service on your heart, and of course, your regular daily routine, your job. You have a special life purpose, whatever it is that He has put before you. And each of those different things provides opportunities for you to do something that matters. Your faithfulness to be the you that God created is your response back to Jesus. In other words, He has given you opportunities, and as you engage those opportunities prayerfully, you then have something to give back. Jesus wants you to be His living epistle. In your daily living, you have opportunity to touch others' lives. Really, it's in the same way that Jesus did when He lived on earth, but of course, He was perfect and no one else is. Nevertheless, there are very similar opportunities. In your career or ministry, your home life, you have the same power. Get this, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. It is available to you each day. Perhaps a good question is, are you living in that power? God asks you to pour your life into His interests on behalf of others, and your response to obey pleases Him. His opportunities that He puts in your life are always very practical, and He intends that you should have influence over others in this I-generation. And by I-generation, I mean the technology age that we live in, where there's iPads and iPhones and lots of iTools and resources, this generation needs to hear about Jesus too. Even when no one notices what your work is, 
And maybe you even have very thoughtful work that you're purposefully trying to carry out. If no one else notices, you can always be sure that Jesus notices. He is thankful that you care about His interests enough to creatively engage every scenario that He might put in front of you. And you know what? I believe that. I think God is putting opportunities in front of us every single day. Again, I want to mention that God's work is very practical, and He pours His grace and His peace over you and into your work, even when you don't see or feel it. In fact, sometimes it might seem like the opposite because hardship hits. The enemy is also working to influence and to negate and pull down every opportunity you have. But if you stay close to the Lord, He is going to bless that opportunity. Let's check out Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10. It says, God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love that you have shown Him as you have helped His people and continue to help them. What an interesting verse. God notices not only the big stuff, He notices the little stuff, the details that maybe no one else ever sees. Your life matters every day and in every situation. Yes, your story, your life epistle counts. Since Jesus set the example in serving when He lived on earth, it only makes sense to imitate Him. In fact, John 13, 15 says this. Jesus is saying these words, I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. You know, Jesus had so many opportunities in his lifetime, and he grabbed every one of those opportunities to do something that would matter forever. Let's just stop and think about a couple of things that he might have done. First of all, let's go back to before he started his ministry. So Jesus was Mary's firstborn. We know that. You know, it's likely I don't know this, and the scriptures don't say this, but let's just use our imagination here. It is very likely that he helped his mother, Mary, with all of the siblings that followed after, after Joseph's death. In this way, he was taking advantage of opportunities and influence in his home. Then he went into his ministry on earth, his work in the community, traveling from community to community with his disciples on foot. He carried out practical things there, too. He healed the sick. He fed hungry people. Those are very practical things. He used parables to illustrate how his teachings fit into daily living. Those are little examples of career and community and ministry influence that he had. Everything Jesus did was to please God and to accomplish His Father's interests. It might be good for us to all ask a question at this point. Are we that invested in our Heavenly Father's interests? Are we that committed to seeing that His work gets done and that all the little things that are important to Him get carried out through our lives each day? Good questions. 
Perhaps even after years of faithful service to the Lord, you might be one of those veterans. Perhaps you feel discouraged. Please don't give up in weariness. Stay close to Jesus in your heart to avoid any disillusionment in the weariness. If you trust Him and walk steadily side by side with Him, and if you rest in Him as He has invited His children to do, and to cast our weariness upon Him, then your influence will continue to be significant. Hold on to Christ. Jesus Christ is your gospel. It's your story. It's just manifested in and through your life differently than every other person on the globe. And that's the beauty, the many facets of seeing God in each individual. Jesus is your life story. Focusing on Jesus keeps your heart vibrant. Let your service flow from the passion to know Christ more. He will never leave you alone, and He will make your future steps clear at just the right time. And sometimes that means you might have to wait. There have been times that I have found waiting for several years or more is a part of waiting for the right time to engage in opportunity. But stay the course. As a statement of your love back for God, pour out your best every day in everything you do as an offering. Be your best. Be the best you that you can. Your influence on other people will be blessed if you remain in Christ and remain faithful. You can be a strong example, an influence, an encouragement to another person in their life. People need support. People need examples. People need life stories to look at. Jesus was brilliant in his training and teaching as he presented life stories, both in his own life and then in his parables. He said, look to me, do what I do. Even the Apostle Paul, who was not perfect like Jesus, said, look to me. If you do what I do, you should be in a pretty good place. I urge you not to labor to please people. That's bondage. Pleasing God is freedom, and it helps other people. This freedom gives you grace and peace. Plus, you wield influence as you take care of Christ's interests. Anyone who has given themselves to accomplish what Jesus wants to have accomplished, he is a person, or she is a person of power. In this place, you stay clean in your motives and effective in your serving. Your life really does need to be a very purposeful epistle. Your personal story of Jesus' incredible offer to others in the I generation through you. You have something that people around you need. Let's talk about some practical application. And to do that, I'm going to ask you some questions. I encourage you to receive the questions, to ask the Lord 
to help you to explore those questions and then answer them. It'll help you set a heading for how you can grab a hold of opportunities in front of you. First of all, have you found your place to serve God in the I generation? What kinds of daily practices can you engage to provide a credible influence for someone else? This could be a colleague, a partner in some endeavor. It could be children. It could be parents, grandparents. It could be the neighborhood. The question is, are you engaging those opportunities? And how can you? How can you sidestep the urge to please people? The fear of man, I think, is what Scripture calls that. We don't want to please people. Instead, we want to please the Lord. Do you love Jesus first, most, and best? That is one of my most favorite personal questions that I ask myself. Am I living in a way that proves I love Jesus first, most, and best? Dear listener, the epistle of your life is needed in your world, in this I generation. Will you take that to heart and let others read your life? Ask God to help you, to give you wisdom and direction. He will. He will give you courage. If you are discouraged and you might feel incapacitated, draw close to Jesus. Take a pause and stay near Him. Let Him replenish and build you back up again. Focus on His love for you because it's real. So, this is Intentional Living saying you have opportunities in front of you today, this week, all month, in fact, and I'll bet you you have a bunch of opportunities waiting to fill the rest of your year. May you seek the Lord for wisdom, and may you know how to engage each moment in a way that makes a difference. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with the Intentional Living Podcast. Visit the Intentional Living website at www.intentionallivingministry.org, your web-based home for resources and articles to help you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on the Intentional Living email list and get a free ebook on how to get into God's Word with a super busy life. Brenda's prayer is that you will grow in grace and strength to live your daily life in God's power.